Hi, my name is Jessica Cook and welcome to my podcast. My mission is to empower women over 40 to transform their lives through fitness. I've made this podcast so I can share with you my tips, tools and strategies I use in myself and my clients to get you feeling fit and healthy, feeling great in your clothes, with so much energy and positivity back in your life, no matter what your age. Head over to jessicacook.ie and you'll find lots of free stuff to get you started on your journey. Good evening, good afternoon. Live coming at you from Renville Village, Galway. I hope you are well wherever you are listening to this and I hope you go grab yourself a nice cup of tea or you've got a lovely cup of coffee beside you whether you're in the car, travelling, sitting at home. Hello to you. I hope you are so well. I wanted to talk to you in this podcast episode about um, stress and anxiety and I want to discuss with you a few tips on how to reduce stress and anxiety as much as you can because isn't life awful when you're really stressed out and anxious and doesn't life rob you of all the happiness and joy that it can give you it takes away from living in the moment from laughing from relationships from having fun it puts your life on hold doesn't it it's awful It's awful. I feel like I'm the expert on stress and anxiety, having been so stressed out and anxious for years. So for those of you that don't know my story, I had a complete nervous breakdown in my 20s. Um, Overwhelming panic attacks, overwhelming feelings of stress, doom and gloom, that horrible sinking feeling in the pit of your stomach. The feeling also that you can't breathe massive anxiety, massive stress and it robbed me of a lot of time. It robbed me of happiness, joy, being able to think straight, being able to make good decisions. It was a really, really horrible time um, and I had, I had, a, pan- I had uh, a nervous breakdown for many reasons but the top two reasons were I wasn't taking care of myself And the second one, probably the most important one, was that I was putting myself last. And I don't just mean putting myself last, like not fitting in massages, not fitting in my workouts. I mean being an afterthought in my own life, living outside of myself, not making decisions based on how I felt, like even 1%, not even understanding how I felt or how I felt about things, just living my life based off everybody else and not having an inner guide and not being in touch with the with the inside of myself. Um, Really awful time. I recovered from that, um, which I won't go into now because we're we're talking about something else. But then um, when I started to get into fitness and I I ran a gym, I hit another stumbling block, um, just owning a gym massive studio, having uh, my kids in very close succession, moving house, all happening at the same time and just that overwhelming feeling of stress and anxiety again. Now I was taking care of myself at that point and I was fit and healthy so I didn't have a breakdown. I was able to manage it but it was still an extremely stressful time managing a team of six and taking care of my home. So um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't until I really discovered how to live my life from a peaceful and calm way did I uh, finally feel free because I actually had tools to guide me through life. And I just want to say now that one of my biggest goals in life is to go through this life feeling 
as little stress and anxiety as possible. And being one of those people that has a deep sense of inner peace and calm as much as they have. That's really important to me now, having been the complete other way. Because when you are stressed and anxious, you don't have a life. You are living in fear all the time. You have a sinking feeling in your gut or you feel panicky in your chest, feeling on the verge of having a panic attack or having this overwhelming sense of doom and gloom is not living. You're not seeing the birds in the sky and smelling the roses and looking out at the sea and seeing how beautiful it is. You're in this awful place where you just want to, you just want to fix what's going on and your life goes on pause. But the problem with that is life isn't pausing. It's passing you by. You don't get that time back. So I suppose the real question is how can you take care of yourself and how can you find a level of inner peace where you don't feel like you have to put your life on pause? Now, obviously, I'm not talking about deep, tragic, life-changing events or accidents, but the stress, the other stressful stuff. And let's not forget what stress and anxiety does to your health. I mean, it uh, it leads to many health problems, high blood pressure, heart disease, obesity, diabetes, and then all the other stuff, irritability, mood swings, that sense of feeling overwhelmed. Some people can feel a deep depression and sadness, a lack of motivation, a lack of concentration. I mean, that's no way to live. That is absolutely no way to live. That is just the pits. It's an awful, awful place to be. And nobody wants to have to experience that at all. So if you're thinking right now, Jessica, you know what? You're so right. My biggest goal now is to get rid of stress as much as I can in my life so I can feel happy and healthy and good now rather than waiting then I really hope you've come to the right place. And like I always say with these podcast episodes, that if you can just take one thing from the content that I create, each piece of content, um, that would be absolutely incredible. Because sometimes all it takes is a simple mindset shift or something somebody says for it to completely change how you feel about something. And I love that. It's just so cool. Um, So let's talk about controlling the controllables. Um, Because... What happens a lot, I've noticed with myself and with having spent 14 years coaching women, is that when you are feeling out of control and you're feeling stressed out and anxious, you stop controlling the things you can control and you make your problem worse. Have you ever noticed when you're going through periods of stress that you actually can sometimes, for some people, myself, overeat and then put on weight? and then feel really disgusting, and then feel really out of control on top of feeling out of control? Or have you ever noticed that if you're feeling stressed out or you're going through a stressful time, that you stop exercising and you stop getting fresh air so you feel worse? Or have you ever noticed that you stop drinking water and start drinking more coffee? So what has become a problem in your life, where an area in your life where you feel you can't control becomes 10 times worse because you're not controlling what you can control. So there's a complete loss of control. And stress and anxiety can happen for many reasons. And I can only speak for 
from experience, but a lot of the time stress and anxiety happens from feelings of uncertainty or when you're going through a period of time where you can't control it. It might be like somebody in your life, like a horrible boss, or you might be being bullied at work or you're having difficulty with your family, whatever it is. But it's that period where you don't feel like you're in control. And it's in that period where we start to get so stressed out that we make not the best decisions for ourselves because when we're stressed and anxious, it's really hard to think straight. And when we're not thinking straight, we we miss workouts. We eat bad food. We eat shite on the couch late at night. We stop drinking water. So you can read books and books about how to reduce stress and anxiety or you can decide just to stick with one rule. And that is when you are feeling stressed out and anxious and you are going through a period in your life that's really stressful. Control your controllables. Focus on what you can control and let go of what you can't. And if you just focus on this one rule, it simplifies everything. And stress and anxiety hate simplicity. You start to feel more calm when things are simple. Get a pen and paper when you're going through a period of stress and anxiety and every single day write down what you can control. And mostly speaking for all of us, what you can control is the food you eat, the water you drink, your movement, your bedtime routine and your morning routine. Those five things, if you control them, can have the most deep, profound, transformational effect on you that you literally feel like superwoman and you haven't fixed any of the problems in your life but you're calm, you're in control, you're fit, you're healthy, you're trim, you're in shape. Wow. Now you're going to have, if you control those five things in a healthy way, they're going to have a massive healthy knock-on effect to all areas of your life. And that feeling of stress and anxiety with whatever problem you're facing is going to be, is going to feel a lot more solvable and fixable because you're going to be thinking a lot more straight because of these five areas of your life that you're controlling. I know it is so tough to not turn to sugar in times of stress. But you will feel so much more in control and so empowered that all your decision making will be will come from a place of empowerment rather than fear, stress, anxiety and worry. So let's take movement. You decide to control the controllables. You decide what healthy and controllable means to you. Does that mean three workouts per week? And if it does, You've got to put in the days and the times and they are your non-negotiables and they are your controllables. Now, once you have that set in stone, you don't move them around because that's you feeling out of control again. And that's just going to put you on a loop of stress and anxiety. There is nothing worse than going through a period of stress and anxiety, saying you're going to work out, not work out. And then that just adds to you feeling out of control. So you've got to spend the five hours sharpening the axe to chop the tree down for one hour, i.e. you have got to spend time figuring out the best times for you to work out three times per week. And then you're also going to figure out how much fresh air you're going to get. For some of you, it might be that you're going to walk the dog seven days a week. For others, it might be that you're going to get a 10 minute walk two times per week. It doesn't matter. 
You are the boss of your health. Nobody else can tell you exactly how many walks to get in and exactly how many workouts to get in. So let's say you say, okay, I'm going to work out three times per week and I'm going to walk twice per week. After that, you don't worry about the time. So you don't say to yourself, oh, well, I have to go for a 30 minute walk. You do six minutes, four minutes. It doesn't matter. But you get the walk done because you said you were going to. Already you're in control of your physical movement. You've put a plan in place. You've committed to it. You're going to get massive feel good feelings from that movement, from that exercise. And it's going to just leave you feeling really empowered. But it's really crucial that you don't kick the workouts down the week, that you actually commit, because remember, you are building that muscle of discipline. And if you say you're going to work out three times per week at 9.15 in the morning and you keep pushing it, you've got the luxury to push it out all day and you don't do them till six o'clock that evening. You're just telling yourself you're, you're, you're not building up that 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 discipline muscle, whereas if you build up the discipline muscle, if you do it when you're not in the mood, you're going to really set yourself up for success. You're going to feel like such a successful person. You're going to feel so much more calm, so much more in control of your situation. Drinking two litres of water, that is the easiest win possible. It doesn't matter if you're not a big fan of water or if you're not that thirsty or if it's cold outside. It's worth it just to get through this period of stress and anxiety and to reduce your stress and anxiety. Just drink the two litres of water and think of it like medicine. On to your nutrition. The biggest win you can possibly do is to not comfort eat. Not comfort eat, that means having your dinner and making dinner your last meal and you will feel so in control if you do that. And if you get stuck and your cravings are so bad and you want to comfort eat so bad, bowl of fruit with a Greek yogurt, anything to take the edge off, a packet of popcorn, a hot chocolate, a glass of warm milk, anything to soothe you and to help you calm. Soothing, by the way, I I meant a a warm milk or a hot chocolate. Don't be soothing yourself with food. Um, That's the biggest win. Being super controllable with breakfast, lunch and dinner. Not letting stress get in the way and you saying to yourself, I'm going to work through lunch and take my lunch at two. No. Remember that if you push away your lunch because you think, well, I'll just do that. You're not just doing something as small as pushing your lunch away for an hour. You're telling yourself that you're not important. You don't matter. And that the thing that's stressful in your life is more important. Whereas if you are rigid on your times and on your self-care, you're sending yourself a really powerful, empowering message. I'm worth it. I can do this. I'm disciplined. I said I was going to have lunch at one o'clock and I did, even though it felt uncomfortable and I hated it. You see, guys, we've got to do the things that make us feel uncomfortable. We've got to get to a point where we we don't want to work out, but we do it anyway. We don't want to drink water because it's cold, but we do it anyway. And we don't want to take lunch at one. We'd prefer to work through, but we do it anyway because we're sending ourselves powerful messages that we're legends because we're disciplined. And that's going to have a really massive positive effect on your confidence and on your self-esteem. And then you're going to grow in your self-esteem and your confidence. And then the areas in your life that are making you feel stressed out and anxious, you're going to feel better about the whole thing. So... Then on to the bedtime and the morning routine. You can tell me as much as you like that you just struggle too much with getting to bed and that you don't have enough time on your own so you stay up really late 
And what I'm hearing you say is you don't want to fix yourself. You're, you're happy to put up with this level of stress and anxiety, that you're going to stay the same and you don't want to do anything about it. You see, we can come up with all the excuses in the sun, under the sun, or we can change. It's as simple as that. We can decide, oh, it happens with me all the time. I come up with every excuse under the sun sometimes with, with certain things. Oh, I can't do it because of this. Oh, I can't do it because of that. And then I'm like, oh, you mean you don't want to change? I say that to myself out loud and then I'm like, oh, no, I do want to change. So I better go and do it. So. A good bedtime routine, what does that mean to you? To me, it's half 10, 11, a few pages of a good book, my phone on airplane mode and then boom, lights out around 11. What does it mean to you? Figure out what a healthy bedtime routine means to you. Know that sometimes it's going to be a pain in the butt to do it. Know that you're not going to want to. Know that you're going to want to watch another episode of something sometimes. But are you disciplined? Or does it not matter to you enough? Because it's all in the little micro mini decisions that, 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 that change us. Same with the morning routine. Do you press snooze? That means you don't want to change. Or do you practice the art of discipline and get the hell out of bed and do what you've got to do? Have a cup of coffee, bit of journaling, bit of meditation, whatever it is. So during this period of stress, if you're feeling anxious, get your journal, get your pen and write down. I can't control so many things, but I can control what I'm doing. I can control the controllables and let go of what I can't control. What can I control? I can control the food that I'm putting into my body. I can control the amount of water I'm consuming. I can control the amount of movement that I'm getting. I can control my bedtime routine and I can control my morning routine. And then after that, there's just a couple more things that I wanted to mention to you about stress and anxiety. Laughing is really important because it helps you break the cycle of taking yourself too seriously and sometimes our problems too seriously, not to mention that it releases lovely endorphins and you feel good. Connecting with others is really important. If you, like me, don't like connecting with others, especially in in times of stress, and you've got to push yourself to go and connect with others. And the third thing is to assert yourself in the sense of have boundaries. Sometimes stress and anxiety can come from not having boundaries up in your life with your family, with your friends, and it can make you feel really stressed out and not in control and it can make you feel resentful. So if there is people in your life that you need to put boundaries up, put those boundaries up and take care of yourself and do things on your terms. Decide when you're happy to be in contact with them and make sure that you are taking care of yourself and that your stress and anxiety isn't coming from having a, had a lack of boundaries. Oh, I've had a lack of boundaries all my life up until the past couple of years. And it's really, really tough to put boundaries into your life. Um, but it's extremely rewarding and you really 
deserve it, especially if there's people in your life who might not always have their best interests, your best interests, even if they pretend or they think they do. They mightn't even be aware that they're not actually thinking about you. It mightn't be anything to do with you, just to do with themselves and their own problems. But putting boundaries up is on you. Nobody else can do that for you. And if you're waiting for that person in your life to change or to respect you or care for you, and if they currently don't, then it's on you to change because the other person isn't going to change. And you know, you, you, this could be your best friend, your your mum, your dad, family member, sister, brother, um, whoever it is in your life, uh, your husband, your partner, whoever it is in your life. It, you've just got to get those boundaries up to live your best life because life is here right now and your life, your best life isn't in 10 years, 20 years, your best life is now. You don't know what's around the corner. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I just mean change is always happening and life is always changing. Um, So wouldn't it be lovely for you to live your best life right now in this moment? And if you could live your best life now, what would that look like? How often would you work out? How often would you get fresh air? How much water would you drink? What would your bedtime routine look like? What would your morning time routine look like? Who would you connect with? How and who would you laugh with more? And how would you assert yourself? Who needs the boundaries up? Who needs boundaries up? And how are you going to put those boundaries in place? How are you going to get those boundaries in place so that you've protected yourself, you're able to keep those people in your life But it's all coming from a place of protecting you. And know that whatever past you've had, you're safe, you're loved, you're enough. And go out there and live your best life. Figure out how to get rid of panic, stress, anxiety. Know that you may be being triggered from when you were younger. Know that you can change. Know that you don't have to live outside of yourself. You don't have to be a people pleaser. That anything you want to do, you can change. You can change your mindset. You can transform if you focus on becoming a disciplined person, on controlling the controllables. And if you really dedicate time to it, You will live your best life, guys. I promise. I promise. Well, I hope you found this helpful. Um, You can go to jessicacook.ie for all my free tools and guides. And I've just created actually a free habits mastery checklist. It's a big uh, checklist of really cool habits that I do myself that took me from being overweight, sluggish, tired and healthy to feeling really good and fit and healthy. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, I'd love for you to tell me. You can contact me on Instagram um, at Jessica Cook or send me an email from my website, jessicacook.ie. All my love. 
I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and you must let me know by getting in touch. Don't forget you can head on over to jessicacook.ie where you'll find lots of free stuff to get you started on your journey.